Hey, Renee, how are you? Hey, good, thank you. That's awesome. Welcome to the Birthing Goddess podcast. I'm so excited to have you on. You're actually the first expert I've had on and you're a doula. Yes, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much. Awesome. Um, Before we get started, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? So where you're originally from and where you currently live and who is in your beautiful family? Cool. Well, kia ora. I'm Renee. Uh, I'm a mama to a little boy who is two and a half. My partner's from Thailand. Um, I'm from New Zealand, but grew up all over the world. So I'm a bit of everything. Um, We moved to Brisbane about a year and a half ago, and it's been so good. Wow. Did you move from uh, New Zealand? Yeah. Yeah, we moved from New Zealand. Oh, that's so cool. Oh, so nice. And um, and how long have you been a doula for? Not that long. I did my doula training in October last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I attended my first birth in December. Um, so about like six months that I've been doing it. Wow, that's awesome. And yeah. like, because most people actually don't know what a doula is. And I only just found out when I was pregnant myself last year. So can you tell um, the listeners, what is a doula? Yeah, so essentially a doula is someone who supports uh, women or in some cases transgender parents and um, their, through their like pregnancy, labor, birth and postpartum period. Um, doulas, like you can have a birth doula, so we're here to support you throughout like the end of your, li- uh, end of your pregnancy, sorry. And um, going into your birth, there are also postpartum doulas who mm. just support mums during their postpartum period. So it really depends on what the mum is looking for. Um, and so we offer support in many different ways except for medical. Um, so it could look like debriefing from a previous birth, whether it be a traumatic birth or whether the mum is still holding on to trauma in regards to something else within her life. Um, like we're not obviously not a certified counselor or anything like that but for me personally I like to um, intuitively and spiritually guide women through their journey wow that's so beautiful what an honor hey yeah oh it's amazing that's so nice and what inspired you to become a doula Uh, my birth with my son so before I had my son I like I like babies and things like that, but I was never truly passionate about pregnancy and birth. Mm-hmm. Um, going into like the end of my pregnancy, I knew that I really wanted to have a holistic approach um, when it came to like my birthing options. I was back home in New Zealand, so like the system's a little bit different um, than here. Mm-hmm. Um, so in New Zealand, you get a midwife. Or like from the beginning of your pregnancy until six weeks postpartum and she is your midwife unless you know um, you go into labor while she has her two days off um, she will be the one that will be supporting you which I think is amazing mm. um, and so having that like that was just normal to me you know I was just like oh cool you know this is just what we get um, but I really come to find it was such a luxury to have and such a privilege to have Um, a midwife that I chose as well that really aligned with me Um, and when I was 
you know, back then I didn't even know what a doula was. So I didn't have a doula um, at my birth, but I had this expectation that birth was going to be like hell. And it was going to be like, I felt, you know, I thought like, oh, okay, I'm going to be ready to die. Like <laughs> I'm just like ready for the worst yeah. um, because in media and everything else, you just see birth to be portrayed as this like horrific medical um, like journey that, you know, it's just like, mm. it seems quite scary. So um, I knew that I wanted to have a natural labor and birth and I knew what I wanted and I watched so many calm birthing videos, but I was still prepared to like have a really tough fight. So when I experienced a like very beautiful birth, um, I was in shock and I was like, oh my gosh, so many women could be having this beautiful experience if they're supported in the right way. Mm. And um like I want to be able to support women and trying to achieve that and whatever it looks like for them. Um, and I wasn't like, I'm not really into like, I know like you can have very holistic midwives, but I'm not very like into the medical side. So I'm like, Oh, what can I do? And then I found mm. out what doulas were. And I was like, this is exactly what I want. Wow. To be um, so yeah, I was studying when we first moved to Brisbane and then I stopped those studies to do my doula course and um yeah I just love it that's so beautiful so you had such a empowering experience with your birth so you want other women to feel the same yeah. with their birth that's yeah so I just cool. I just wanted to share that birth doesn't have to be like for sure there are so many traumatic births and those mothers who experience traumatic births shouldn't you know dismiss their um, experience or think mm-hmm. it's not valid because you know people out here talking about positive birthing stories but it is so very possible to enjoy this experience and to have the right support and um, to know your rights and your options when it comes to your birthing choices mm. so yeah that's like right up my alley <laughs> wow oh I've got so many questions for you. <laughs> so good so interesting I find it so intriguing um, but for you working with women, and I've seen that you've had a few births recently that you've been a doula for, what yeah. do you feel like plays the biggest part in having an empowering birth? Like if you could name the top three things yeah. for especially pregnant women, first time mamas out there or even experienced mums that want a beautiful birth, what would you recommend? Like I think for every woman and every mother and every family, it's going to look and feel completely different. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think generally knowing, knowing what you want in a way of like still being flexible because mm. as we know, like we, I think the beauty with birth is that we need to surrender yeah. and we can't control every single thing. And I think, and I think especially as mothers, for myself anyway, like I'm such a control freak. I'm like, oh my God, I need to know, I need to know. But I think surrendering yeah. to the process, but um, also educating yourself. I think educating yourself is the biggest thing. Educating yourself on the different phases of labor, what that could look like, what you could experience. Um, educating yourself on your rights, on what mm. kind of birthing environment you want to be in. Um, you know, some people, it might be the first time that they've heard that birth is a very spiritual experience and they're like, Mm. wow, what is this? You know, I've just known it to be birth, but, um, I see it as like a very spiritual journey. Um, and I see so much beauty in tapping into that. So yeah, surrendering, 
um, educating yourself and having the right support people and making sure that they're on your work. Like they know what you want as well and they're just as informed, just as educated, just as excited as you are. Um, Because if there does come a time where you're like, fuck, I'm so tired or I just can't speak, knowing that they have your back and they will help you um, have an experience that you want is super, super empowering. Mm, That's so amazing. Wow. That's such great advice for like pregnant mums right there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So good. And um, for yourself, like what role, you know, do you play, um, you know, when you like meet someone for for the first time who wants a doula, do you, um, you know, kind of guide them through their pregnancy? Is it more the birth or postpartum like what role do you kind of specialize in yeah well um again like it really depends with what the mum is wanting um Mm -hmm. there are some doulas out there that only do postpartum some like each doula is very different in what they provide um Mm -hmm. and one thing that I really like to make sure before any client books me is that we that we are a right fit because I Mm -hmm. think um especially for first-time mums they might feel like obliged because they've already met me that they need to choose me and then they don't really vibe with me um and that's like I I'm not for everyone as well and I don't want people to feel like that I will get offended that they choose someone else like no 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 this is your experience and, yeah um, you make sure that like I really vibe with you so um typically I will meet with the mums like towards the end of their pregnancy some mums would rather have support like a little bit earlier on especially mm-hmm. if there are things to work through um and so we do a few prenatal visits. I attend the birth and stay for a couple hours after. It could be a bit less. It could be a bit more. Uh, and then a couple postnatal visits as well. So it can all look very different. Mm, that's amazing. So you can kind of specialize it to to that mother. Yeah. And needs. Yeah. And I really try to um, just, just see what they want. So for some mums, they might need a lot of um, – prenatal support when it comes to preparing for their birth and clearing any past trauma or um, you know working Mm. through anything that's not serving them that you really don't want to be bringing into your birth space Um, for some mums it could be like me going to their house and we do a meditation session or like a relaxation session or um, you know we go through a birth like birthing intentions and then when it comes to birth there's so many different ways to support birthing people um, through their journey. It could be offering essential oils. It could be um, massage. It could be just holding them, giving mm. words of affirmation, setting up the birthing space, um, helping the dads as well. Because I think especially for first time dads, if they're not really hands on, like they really want to help, but they're like, oh God, I don't know what to do. What to do. Like, what yeah. do I do? So kind of giving them a heads up like, hey, maybe mum wants to be massaged or maybe Mm. like she just wants you to kiss her on the face and tell her she's beautiful you know because words of affirmation are super empowering and important within a birthing space um and in some cases as well like being a doula within a um hospital environment some experiences are great and you know women are just left to birth however they want and some experiences I need to step in and be like look she doesn't want to have constant monitoring. Mm. It is not a requirement. She's not a high-risk patient. Um, you know, she wants to just birth her way. These are her birthing intentions. Can you please respect that? 
and um, unfortunately, like I have been threatened sometimes to be kicked out wow. of the hospital because oh, because I ran a bath for the mum and she wasn't high risk, you know. So there's there's some oh. some um, what do I want to say? Like difficult moments when it comes mm. to um, where do I fit in this space? How do I use my voice? Um, how do I like? voice what the mum wants without anyone feeling you know it's just quite a hard space to navigate some sometimes mm. because sometimes I'm like I really don't give a fuck about you guys like I'm here to support the mum yeah but also it can be very intimidating especially as like a new doula like oh my god am I wrong am I right um so yeah like really case by case it, it just depends but um it's super important, I think, especially for dads who are not confident in speaking up against anyone else to mm. say, like, actually, no, can we not have, like, five people in the room? Can can we only have the midwife? And can we have some ice for her? Or can we have some water? Um, because sometimes, you know, midwives are so busy doing notes and everything, they can't afford to be, like, sitting there, like, physically supporting the mum. No, but, and usually they, they're not really there, you know, they've got things to do, like, yeah. as you said, notes on the laptop. Yeah. Um, they're not there to really support the mum, I feel. So that's where a doula comes in. Yeah. I feel like it's such an important role. And all the births that I've witnessed recently, um, you know, that's had a doula, they've all been amazing. I'm like, oh, my God, doula, like, <laughs> it's like the most important role right there, I believe. And as you said, it's, you know, sometimes if you're a first-time dad and you don't know how to use your voice or you, you don't want to step on anyone's toes like the midwives or the doctors, yeah. and then that's where the doula comes in and says, you know, you kind of have to be the bad cop, don't you? Yeah, well, you know, and sometimes it's fine and we get, like, so much um, love and support, you know, from if we're in a hospital setting or whatever. Mm. Um, but sometimes, yeah, we do need to use our voice because intervention rates are high, especially here in, in Queensland, um, oh, wow. you know and back home in New Zealand because the system was quite different I was quite like if I felt a bit confronted because I was like I didn't think mm. um, women needed someone to advocate for them I thought like their word was enough um, wow. so yeah we do see coercion sometimes we do see manip manipulation sometimes but we also see very um, positive experiences you know and mm. so like everything there is a variety of scenarios that play out um yes but having someone to voice that for you and not feeling like you know well you're in such a vulnerable but beautiful space that you have to get that extra energy to be like this is exactly what I want um so yeah yeah wow that's so cool and um just touching on like the New Zealand an Australia system like for myself I had no idea until I started to dive in deeper after I gave birth that New Zealand system is so different to Australia what do you think um we need more here in Australia what are we doing wrong um, well <laughs> I mean obviously again it really comes down to the kind of um, care that you choose because yes. there's so many different ways to birth a baby but if we go with the mm. classical you wanting to go into a hospital um, I think one of the big things here would be to support midwives um, so they can support mums who choose to have a midwife throughout 
their whole pregnancy, labor, birth, and postpartum. Um, mm. Instead of having a different, you know, midwife or going into the hospital when you're in labor, not knowing who you're going to get. Because mm. energy it plays such a big part within birth and even within pregnancy and the words that are spoken within the space, within the birthing space, has such a big impact on the way that the mum can progress and how it's wow. feeling. And so if you're having different doctors or obstetricians or midwives coming into the room and all that like fluctuation of different energy, it can really play a big role in how um, the birth progresses or doesn't progress. Um, so I think that would be amazing. And especially here in Queensland, I think it would be amazing to have uh, government-funded midwives who also attend home births because home birthing mm. here is a really hard thing. Um, I think in New South Wales they do, but it, mm-hmm. I'm not 100% sure. Um, but having that would be amazing because women who want a home birth in Brisbane, at least, you know, they have mm-hmm. to have a, they either have to free birth or they have to hire a private midwife, which can cost, you know, two, three, four, five grand. Mm-hmm. Um, so having that government funded so they don't have to fork out would be amazing as well. I think yeah. around birth, there is so much fear because there is no, I feel like with the Western culture, there's no connection with birth and death. And um, if you know Angela Gallo or Angel, is now her new name um she's an amazing doula um and she's on instagram and she talks about this a lot and she says you know we have so we've so disconnected from death and we're so scared of death and like there is no connection between birth and death and i think if we um come to identify like what are we scared of and why are Mm. we why are we placing our fears on birthing women because we're scared that we're going to get sued you know it's very clinical and it's very like systematic and I just feel like there is a lot of disconnect from the human experience when it comes to this sort of thing um and I think a lot of people view birth to be a medical experience that's sometimes natural as opposed to a natural experience that's sometimes medical um and I understand so many different women feel safe in so many different ways and so if you feel safe going into a hospital or if you feel safe um having an obstetricianist then that is the best option for you because for Mm -hmm. you to feel safe is like the utmost like most important thing however Mm. if you don't feel safe if you would rather birth at home but then you can't afford it that's a bit tricky you know Um, yeah so yeah just that gap there especially I think is um making mums have to choose really tough like make really tough decisions yeah so interesting and I agree because I um I had a private midwife and not and I wanted a home birth in the end and not everyone can afford like a private midwife yeah it's so important I feel like Queensland's a bit behind (laughs) or needs to change some things because it's not fair that those mums that want a home birth and then they have to fork out five grand or even have to maybe as you said talk about thinking about doing a free birth which is you know which is a different thing um but you know totally fascinating I feel too um but yeah have you ever attended a free birth I have um recently with a mum because that was exactly it you know she's wanting to birth at home um she was scared of the interventions um Mm. she just really wanted to have the birth her way and I think most mums do 
and um, she couldn't find anyone that like she could afford as a private midwife to come and support her and that was like the dilemma I think you know mums have to face it like well shit what do I do like I want to do this and this is why I say there are so many different ways to birth you know you can have a free birth at home and then call an ambulance or go into a hospital and get that postpartum care um, Mm -hmm. if you're feeling like you need that or if you feel like you would feel more comfortable having your baby medically checked over or having any other tests um, those are very real things that you could do Um, you could you know progress as far as you want and then you might decide you want to go into hospital you could do that so there's so many different ways to really navigate um, this birthing system and really Mm. make it catered to your needs Um, Mm -hmm. yeah interesting wow and and why is um having a doula so important do you feel um well obviously for everyone it's going to be different like I was saying but I think it's super important if you feel like you need that extra support or that extra empowerment you know I think women we're amazing we could literally you know do it without anyone um Mm -hmm. but having that support um and that preparation, especially for like first time mothers or mothers who have birthed differently in the past, I find a lot of my clients that come to me want a more holistic and natural birthing approach. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's super helpful to have someone there guiding them through that, especially if you're wanting to have a more holistic approach, but you still want to birth within a hospital and you're not too sure, you know, what the staff are going to be like, are they going to be good or are you going to have to like really fight for what you want? Um, Mm -hmm. even when it comes to things like postpartum with vaccinations and stuff, you know, I've supported a client and she declined vitamin K and the hospital staff were harassing her and using very not nice words to try and make her do it. And she said, no, no, no. Um, and so I think, you know, having, if you know that, okay, I don't want to vaccinate or I don't want to have an epidural or I don't want to like anyone to speak about cesareans within the birthing space, um, but I know my partner or I know my mum or whoever probably won't voice that for me. I think that's when it's really important to look into mm. having a doula. Um, even if you want that postpartum support, you know, maybe you've got three kids or two kids at home that are still young and then your husband has to go back to work or your your wife, your partner, whoever. Um having that support you know in my postpartum visits I can like go over I'm like hey I can hold your baby while you have a bath I can clean up for you (laughs) I can hang out your washing cook your food like basically use me for whatever you need to use me for um and so some women may choose just to have a postpartum doula and support them in that way um yeah I love that because like it's so true like even if you've got maybe because for me I don't have any family here so I had my mother-in-law around a couple of times so you don't really feel comfortable saying can you go wash the dishes can yeah. you do this? but if it's like your doula then it's a little bit different because yeah. obviously they're being paid also to be there and they're asking you okay what do you do what exactly. do you want me to do but if no one's asking you that question you're like you don't want to just budge yeah for sure <laughs> you know? and like a message yeah. for people who want to visit friends and family who have just had a baby like mm-hmm. one big thing I'd say is first of all make sure you're actually wanted there because I think people feel very entitled once babies are born especially when it comes to yeah. like cool I'm family I want to come see the baby like 
no, you should be going to see the mum or the parents and ask them if they need their hands to be cleaned or bring some food, you know, as opposed to, oh, my God, I just want to see this baby, which is amazing and it's great to feel that love. But, you know, the mums are needing that love just as much and that support just as much because the more that you love on the mum, the more that she can love on the baby and the baby will be sweet, you know. Absolutely. That's so true. And I think for a lot of women um, maybe who have experienced you know, that postpartum, like me recently, I know that I'll be doing things completely different next time and saying, no, this it is. (laughs) Yeah. And it can feel super confronting. Like I had my son um, when I was 19 and I was a new mom and I was like, oh my gosh, I just feel so obliged to let these people into my house because here they are knocking on my door saying that they want to see my baby, but I'm tired. Like I can't be if dealing with anyone or trying to like cater to anyone, but I was young and I was like just feeling so much pressure to be like, okay, come in. Here's my baby. I don't want to give him to you because he's only a couple of days old, but I'll let you hold him anyway, you know? So like even um, having a doula present while you have visitors so that Mm. she can be like, okay, I know you guys are friends and family, but let's just, you know, let mom kill. Yeah. Like (laughs) (laughs) let's just calm down. Um, Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's so true. And, um, you know, obviously you said that you've done quite a few births recently. Can you, um, can you tell us, you know, maybe one of your favorite experiences that you've had? Yeah. So far. Oh, I honestly, I don't know about favorite (laughs) because every, honestly, every single birth has like such a print in my heart. Um, I think one of my like, I can't even say most memorable but I guess one of the most um different experiences or like bizarre almost was um a really good friend of mine going into labor um like two months early um so her baby was born at around 28 weeks and that was also my first birth so it was in December I had only done my doula training like you know two months beforehand um and luckily it was someone that I knew but Mm -hmm. I was like holy shit what do I do I don't even like you know almost just like what do I do so I just did what I what I could um but that whole experience was just so beautiful because it was a close friend and I was like what an honor to like welcome my nephew into this world but also you know all this medical stuff because he was so premature and you know how do I support her in a way where you know she still feels like, yes, I do have a say because I do want my son to be holistically looked after and mm. not just handed over to what's typically done. Yeah. Um, but thankfully we have like an amazing friend group and so much support from other friends. So I wasn't alone and I had that, you know, that support kind of to welcome me into the doula world. Oh, um, yeah, which was, yeah, it was crazy, but... <laughs> Wow, that's so fun. I've seen um, a couple of photos of your recent um or the births of you know some mums that you've been doulas for, and it's and I saw a video and it was just so beautiful because it was Asha who's actually been on this podcast and yes, her, her husband was there and oh my goodness, and you could just see you kind of like being there but not like overtaking anything and just offering that support, which is just so nice to see and oh, it must be so beautiful being in that space is it it's such an honor and they're such a beautiful family like 
oh, her husband is amazing. I'm like, you are doing so well. Like, do you want to sign up and be a doula? I know, right? (laughs) um, Yeah, it was so beautiful to see them in that space. And like I said, like every single birth is just like so different. And I come home and I'm like, oh, my God, this is like, like on a high because yeah. you know I, every time I leave birth if it's like in the middle of the night and I'm driving home from the hospital or from their house and people are like oh like the family's like are you sure you're okay to drive I'm like I'm seriously on such a high <laughs> that I'm like good like I have adrenaline in me I have wow. like all the oxytocin hormones oh my <laughs> god I'm good wow that's amazing oh that's so cool and um yeah lastly can we um if anyone on here has been listening and they're like oh my goodness I need a doula or I'm definitely having a doula for my next birth how can we contact you are you on Instagram can you let us know your handle yeah I'm on Instagram um such a great app literally how I've met all my friends once I moved over um my Instagram name is renee underscore brisbane underscore doula um, so super easy to find if you're looking for a door in, in Brisbane, but, um, yeah, uh, that's like my personal one. I do have like a separate birthing Instagram where I put like all my birth stuff, um, mm. which is the underscore sacred underscore birth underscore sanctuary. So the, the sacred birth sanctuary, Beautiful. um, and that's kind of where I put all like my facts and like birth photos and, um, might jump on a like story and talk about some birthing experience and things like that. But, um, I'm more active on my personal one, but it is like very personal and not as much, um, birth based. <laughs> yes. And are you just, um, in Brisbane area as in like, if someone wanted a doula, it's just in that area, Brisbane, or do you do Gold yeah. Coast as well? Yeah, I travel. So um, oh. I've traveled down to the Gold Coast. Um, I've, I can travel like north, like basically an hour from wherever I am, like in a circ- circumference. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been out to Ipswich. So yeah, anywhere that's like in the Brisbane, Gold Coast area, um, I'm happy to travel too. Beautiful. Oh, wow. Thank you so much for coming on, Renee. I've had such an awesome time talking to you. And now I, you know, really understand what a doula does. And I think I will definitely have one for my next (laughs) birth for sure. (laughs) Yeah, so good. But yeah, we'll hope to keep in touch and yeah, look forward to seeing maybe some photos of your next births come through yes thank you so much you're very welcome have a great day you too yeah bye bye Bye.